It's a good show. This is Daniel Pinchback, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries with our musical guests, the Essex Green. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> John. Well, they, they, well, they don't even know who it is yet. Don't uh, tell, uh, uh, let, me, uh, let me introduce that's them. Like, that's what I call my guitar. <laughs> So they have invited uh, several of their friends to join them on this session of oracular divination. And one of them is calling us now from New York City. He's an author named John Ray. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, John. Thank you very much, Andres. It's a pleasure to virtually be here. Yeah. And so how do you and the Essex Green know each other? Oh, we've known each other for a very long time. I've been a fan of the Essex Green for ages and ages and ages. And um, even though New York City is a big, scary place, uh, people do tend to know each other, at least in music circles. So we found we had mutual friends. But uh, I would say I'm a fan first and foremost, and just a hanger-on secondarily. Are you a musician as well? I know you're an author, but are you also a musician? Well, I've been known to try to dabble. To try to dabble? Yeah, I wasn't even successful at dabbling. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your what's your uh, musical dabble of choice? Well, recently I've been really getting into playing the drums and taking drum lessons. You know, at the the young age of um, forty five, I started taking drum lessons and. Um, I think it's going to make me hundreds of dollars. <laughs> That's awesome, and uh, and what and uh, I hear you have a new book coming out. 
I do. I have a novel coming out uh, on the 10th of October called Godsend. It's sort of a, um, I guess you could call it a literary thriller about a teenage girl from Northern California who converts to Islam and ends up fighting for the Taliban right before 9-11. Wow. And uh, did you choose 1010? Are you like, a, are, do you, are you numerologically inclined? Did you choose 1010 as your release date? Because that's a, an auspicious number? No, I'm, I'm actually numerologically um, illiterate. Is that, is that a good number, 1010? I mean, I guess it sounds kind of solid. Yeah, it sounds solid. I mean, I just think any double up, num- you know, alliterations are all good. Mus- uh, numerical, musical, uh, literate, uh, in, you know, in language. It's all, it's all a joy. And it might mean something in binary code that we don't even know. One zero, one zero. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone here know what one zero, one zero means in binary code? Got a bunch of blank stares and shaking heads. No. It's probably just a desperate cry for help. <laughs> so do you remember the first time you saw the Essex Green? I do remember the first time I saw the Essex Green. I think they were playing at the old knitting factory, um, which has... I don't even know if the knitting factory exists anymore. In but, New York um, City. In New York City, that's right. Downtown New York City. It was one of... The first or the second, I think it was the second incarnation of that legendary club. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show? I mean, I'm looking at the band. Do you, do you remember the the show he's talking about? I think they played a bunch of shows at the Knitting Factory yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Do you remember? But they might remember, they might remember this show because uh, I was right up front jumping around, um, covered in glitter with a clown mask on. <laughs> do you remember this? I don't remember that, John. Yeah, you. I think you guys have repressed it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. How can you forget that? Did you, did you unmask yourself at some point and say, "Hey, I'm not a clown. I'm John Ray." Not until they carted me off to the precinct. <laughs> and is there a whole whack of books of yours that that our listeners should be aware of? Is this is not the this is not your first novel? No, this is my fifth novel. Insanely enough. Wow. Um, uh, so it's quite a, you know, it adds up to quite a stack. It's, um, you know, you could, you could probably murder someone and sink their corpse in the local pond just by tying it to a plastic bag filled with my book. (laughs) There's are all your, do all of, uh, is, do all of your books involve death and, and, uh, you know, sinking, sinking, murder, you know, terrorism. Uh, there is a lot of death, but um, it's kind of hard to avoid death in a, you know, it, I feel like if you start a novel and you, you know, if it has more than 18 pages, something really terrible is going to happen to somebody. <laughs> okay. Is there, I'm death trying... is real. Death <laughs> is real. That's that's really the central message of my work. Of your work, that death is real. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear what your question is for the Pop Oracle. <laughs> Should I? Is, is, has the time come? Should I ask it now? Are the so. uh, are the cosmic vibes aligned properly? Let's just see. Hold on a second. Mm, yeah, I think so. Cosmic, we're All cosmically right. aligned. So, my question um, is both universal and very specific to my poor, desperate existence, uh, and it's simply 
Is there reason for hope? Is there reason for hope? Excellent. Well, and now to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. And it lands on song number six. Don't leave it in our hands. Is there a reason for hope? Don't leave it in our hands from the Essex Green. Screen. 
And that was Don't Leave It In Our Hands from the Essex Green. The answer to John, John Ray's question, is there hope? So who penned this number? This um, Me again. Do you write? Am I just? Do you write all the songs? No, it's just no. the way that the it's just the way that's lining spinning up. today. Okay, well, okay, well, <laughs> this is another moment for you to shine, okay. Chris. So, let's shine. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? It seemed like it might have. It, it, there were lines in it that seemed like they seemed like they might relate to John's book. Are you talking about? Oh. you know, a revolution. It's based on my on my book, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We worked on it. Together. Yeah, that was my understanding. <laughs> so it's tell about, us. It's the meaning yeah. of ten ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're getting. We got uh, Travis, our engineer, brought up uh, something on the the screen here. The ten ten. The meaning of ten ten is everything is working out for your highest good. So that's oh. good. that's good for your book. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And this song was in ten ten time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so Chris, tell us about the about the background of this song. Uh, it's another sort of newer song for the record. Um, it's a, and it's definitely a little influenced about uh, around the, the the time we were recording it in the 2016 debacle, um, lyrically. Uh, and is there the reason for hope? Um, yeah, I think it's this is this is this is spot on. The Oracle's spot on with this one a little bit. Well, yeah, there were some lines. So. Um... Is that the line is, uh, don't leave it in our hands, there's only one way this ends? Is that what the last word of that uh, line is? There's only one way this is going to end. This is going to end. Yeah. And what is that way? Well, that's that's up to interpretation. Well, I mean, if we if, if John is anything to go by, death. Yeah, right. <laughs> there's only but one way this ends. If there's reason to hope, I mean, it, you, you know, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's meant to be interpreted many different ways, I suppose, the song. So we can, we can let John's question yeah let's, well let's dig into it so so john were you a uh did you have any ideas about how that song might relate to your question i found it uh oddly encouraging in some way mm. i mean uh you know some essex green songs different as i mean essex green do not sound like steely dan in any way but steely dan songs have this have this quality that's um that's kind of very, I always thought Steely Dan songs were quite upbeat, and then you listen to the lyrics, and sometimes they're a bit more disturbing than you expected. Um, this might be one of those songs, but I, I couldn't say exactly why it left me feeling optimistic, but it did. Well, I mean, we started talking about, it starts out talking about spies, yeah. right? Uh -huh. And then spies and revolutions and uh, Generation <clears throat> Scream. Screen. Generation Screen. What is Generation Screen? It's like people, like everyone's yeah, on the screen. Generation, yep, generation of inward looking. Yeah, it, that's what you know. And or, yeah, what do you think? I'm sorry, I'm just going to digress for a second. What do you think about this thing? We're all going to get a text from the White House. Like every phone in America is going to get a text from the White House. Yeah. Is like, yeah, part of like the new emergency, like test emergency test system. Oh, so we can no. all get his tweets. We get texts from him, and we can't turn them off. You at can't three in the morning. That's, that's hell. Yeah, that's the definition <laughs> of hell. We're well, the answer is there is no reason. Holy, hey John, we'll see you later. <laughs> nice talking to you. <laughs> so, hmm. I guess the 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 idea that 
and maybe this is just this is weird. It's just me, but I do. There is something that is very comforting to me. Has been comforting to me in these uh, these horrible years in which we're living about being as old as I am, knowing that I'm going to die. <laughs> Ah, the is, comfort of death. You see, sort of we're back to my favorite topic. <laughs> is, is I'm glad you brought us back to death. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I I was lucky enough. One time I was, you were talking about New York City. One time, uh, I probably have talked about this on the show before. So, listeners who've heard this before, I'm sorry. But I had this wonderful weekend in New York where I got to. I was just blown away. I got to see so many amazing things all for free in one block area. There was Billy Bragg did a concert uh, like a, at the Borders Books when he was just coming out with that record with Wilco. So he came and played a bunch of the Buddy, uh, the Woody uh, Woody Guthrie songs, and Elvis Costello and Back, Bert Bacharach played at the Virgin Records right across the street from that. And uh, that week, Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut gave a talk at the Borders Books like two days after Billy Bragg. It was amazing. I was like, no, I don't. I don't expect anyone to ever pay anything to see me in New York ever again. If you can see all these guys for free, <laughs> why should anyone pay? And where? And, and where is Borders now? <laughs> well, the thing that so someone once asked, during that someone asked Kurt Vonnegut because he was being pretty cynical as he is, you know, was curmudgeonly. He said, "Is there what what gives you hope?" And he leaned into the mic. He said, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> You see, so you know maybe it's maybe it's a writer thing. Like, yeah, it could be too much time shut up in a room alone. Yeah, do you, at Essex Green? Do you do you find that you any of you individually or or as a group uh, are obsessing or looking forward to the sweet release of death? I think about that a lot. I live in Montana, and and there's um there's there's wild cats and grizzly bears and. And if they're going to get you, they're going to get you. And sometimes it just seems like a dramatically amazing way to go. Just wow. Mauled by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's wearing wildcats on her shirt right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the way I would go, I would choose to go, but I th- that's a, you know, but you're probably you're probably more connected to nature than I am. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean at least my body would go to a good cause and I'd keep another animal family healthy and well fed. Do you feel like you would fight it off for a while, and then at some point in that, would you just be like, oh, "Okay"? No, no, no. I just roll over and just Let's... take me. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a? Do you have a Can I say something? Not like, not like in <laughs> Yes, you may. Can yes. I tell Sasha something? Yes, John. Sasha, last week I found a book on the street called Bear Attacks, Their Causes and Avoidance. Oh, really? And I read it. I thought it would be like some light toilet reading. Uh, you really, 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 really don't want to go out that way, Sasha. <laughs> Come on, John. I want to be dismembered and I want to bleed slowly to death. <laughs> All I'm going to say about that is... <laughs> All I'm going to say about that is when bears fight each other, they try to disarm their opponent by going for their primary weapon, which is their face. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Right. So, wait. Who needs a face? The face is the primary weapon? So but for if, a bear. So, But if you are, if you're punching that bear with your fists, isn't it going to go for your fists? No, it's going to go for your face, Andres. <laughs> That's what he said. I, I don't live in Montana. 
I'm, I, stay, yeah. I stay out of bear your country. Fi- your fists are not going to perturb the bear particularly. Yeah, ah, well, you don't know. My, I have powerful punches. That's true. I've never seen. I've never seen your fist. Yes, they're. Look at them. Look at them, people. These are. It's I'm scared. Massive ham hands. Not and, a problem. And, and your tattoos alone <laughs> are terrifying. I actually don't have very big fists, but thanks a lot for humoring me with that bit. Well, neither, neither does uh, forty-five. Yes. Well, why do you compare me to him? I didn't. <laughs> oh, but we do. We we could think of him getting his face bitten off by a bear, and that would all make us happy. That, was, uh, that would give us hope. Yeah, that but was, a, a, a you bear. see, there is cause for hope. Would there be reason? And for you hope? know what? He he's been coming out to Montana too, so I, I you know, it could be a good setup. Has he? <laughs> yeah, he's he's lobbying for um, Matt Rosendale. Hey, Sash, who's the, the, what's the who's your congressman again out there? Gianforte? Yeah, couldn't we get Gianforte to body slam Trump? I heard he's pretty good at that. Yeah, all sorts of things could happen. Yeah. Oh, he's the guy. Montana. Yeah, he's the guy who got elected after he body slammed. slamming the Guardian journalist to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we are, work. Are, are, how are we, we getting get. a text from the White House right now? <laughs> what, <laughs> what kind of world are we living in? Oh, our, our only hope is bears and aliens. <laughs> Biting your face off, yeah. Well, John, I'm not going to blame you for the for the negative way this went. You asked the question about hope, and we ended up talking about death, bad presidents, and bear attacks. I think that's just that that's on us. No, no, I have that effect on people. <laughs> well, you know, actually, you know, it's it's funny i just i just realized there was a this connects to uh we did when we did the show we were doing the show on stage in seattle on 10 10 10 october 10th 2010 and we were doing with a band called the jenks great great band Mm -hmm. and we had a because we knew that at some point in the show the show started at eight we knew at some point in the show it would be 10 10 10 10 10 10 it would be all the way across 101010101 and so we had a, cl- a clock on the the screen behind us that was running and the song that was playing at 10 10 10 10 10 was a song called you're gonna die <laughs> and, and it was the answer to this kid came up and he asked the quiz question was uh, what is the meaning of life in my purpose? And he got the song. Guess what, boy, you're going to die soon. You're going to die. You're going to die. So that's the theme of this show. You should look up on the screen. I think, oh. you, I think you got some 10, 10, 10 is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Oh, it's the it it's equals uh, is forty two in binary. Ten 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 is forty two in binary, which is the answer. It's and life. it's also if you if you if you study synchronicity, if you do any research at all for around people who do work around synchronicity, it's forty two is one of those numbers that shows up over and over and over again in synchronicity work. Wow! Hmm. Thanks, Travis. You're blowing my mind. Our engineers. So there we go. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Well, I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what to make answered. about this. <laughs> uh, other than that, I really want to read your book because I, now I feel well, like there's all kinds of, of synchronicity. No, I feel like there's all kinds of synchronicity here, and I, I, I need to read it to, to to get to the bottom of this. Can I can I just say that? Yeah, John's a tremendous. He's an incredible writer, and uh, we've read a lot of his books. Uh, 
And it's fun hanging out with him, too, because he kind of, he lives like a writer, you know. You just feel... With all the glitter and the clown masks and all that? He just makes, he makes the martini look really good, and, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's, he's a good guy. I am wearing a robe right now, <laughs> Hugh Hefner style. Um, uh, a nice flannel robe and smoking a pipe. And just really quickly, has anyone ever made your books into books book on ta- books on tape? Oh yeah, yeah. Have sure. You ever, have you ever tra- have you guys ever traveled on the road with any of his books on tape? No, because we've listened to we've been friends with him for so long. The last thing we want to do is hear his voice. So But you know, what, I sh- we should say he co-wrote some lyrics to one of the songs on our new record, and he wrote the liner notes to our second record, "The Long Goodbye." Oh, cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. I wasn't even going to mention that, you know, because I didn't want to make it all about me. (laughs) This is all about you, John. I guess so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Thank you. Tell us the title of your book one more time so we can keep an eye out for it. It's called Godsend, and it'll be coming out in about a week. Excellent. And if you're listening to this now, it will have come out. And it's already on the bestseller list. You know, it came out a month and a half ago. So, uh, Godsend. Check you it heard out. it here first. Thank you very much, John. And uh, say goodbye, guys. Bye, John. Bye, Johnny. Bye, guys. Have a good rest of your tour. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. And check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Ball Show. It's a good show! <laughs> <laughs>